0: everybody, welcome to Dev Party. These are our mini-episodes between our main episodes where we develop film together. I'm Vanya.
1: And I'm Eric.
0: So, what are we doing today?
1: Well, we are going to go back to the basics. I've had a few people message me, and I guess we've had a few people message us, kind of asking, like, just sort of, I want to get back into film developing, I want to start film developing, it sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm really not. And so we're going to go over the 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 very basics of how to develop film with like a normal developer, a normal fixer, and normal film. So, what are you developing today?
0: Ilford Delta four hundred. And it's a roll of 120 I shot in my RB67. And I am going to be, I'm actually looking, I have a massive dev chart on my iPhone. So just to let you guys know really quick, before we even start with everything else, there is a chart online that you can look on your computer. You don't have to pay for the app itself. And it'll give you developing times for many different emulsions and different developers. I enjoy yeah. the one on my the app on my phone because it gives you a timer, and I use that timer to develop my film.
1: You usually use me as your timer to develop your film, but okay. When
0: I'm not developing with Eric, I see.
1: <laughs> and um, so which what are you going to choose? You're on Massive Dev Chart. You got your, your roll of Delta 400. Yes. And yes. so...
0: It's pretty awesome. You get into the app and you go to your times. And if you don't have the time already, you basically press the top right corner. There's a plus sign and it'll give you the option for 35 millimeter, 120 your sheet. And I put 120 because that's what I'm doing. And then you go down the list of all the different emulsions first. So I click Ilford Delta 400 and I'm shooting. I shot this at just box speed, which is 400. And then it'll give me the option of different developers. So I'm using HC110. And I'm gonna do the one plus 31. Okay, that's
1: a- HC110B, the B yes, dilution.
0: B dilution. So it's not it's not like a huge amount of developer that I need to add to the water. I think it's kind of like the perfect amount. And for this, it's telling me seven minutes and 30 seconds. That makes I sense. was gonna do Rodinal because that's what you're doing, mm-hmm. but that time is like 20 minutes. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's it's
1: crazy how different developers will develop different emulsions differently. Yes. And the reason we like Rodinal and HC110 is because they're concentrates that you add to water. Yes. So we're both developing a roll of film, and generally we do 500 milliliters for that roll for each roll.
0: Once you have everything set up. You can actually look at the top. It'll say, okay, Ilford Delta 400 and 120, ISO 400. The next line down, it says HC 110, 1 plus 31. If I click that, it'll give me a volume mixer. And so I actually have it set to 500 milliliters because that's the amount that will fill up my tank. And it'll say what the dilution is, which is 1 plus 31. And it'll give me the exact measurements or your final mix. So it's... 15.6 15.6 milliliters of chemical, and 484.4 milliliters of water.
1: Perfect. Both of these developers are work essentially the same way. You have your water, which is most of the solution, and then you add a certain much smaller amount of the developer. So in my case, I am using rodinol, and I'm using rhodanol at a dilution they call 1 plus 25, and that's essentially one part developer to 25 parts water. Mm -hmm. And so since I'm doing 25 and I'm using 500 milliliters, math tells me that (laughs) it is 20 milliliters. I need to add 20 milliliters to this water. At this point, what you need is a, I use like a liter, a graduated liter. So it has like the the markings on the side Mm -hmm. in milliliters. I have a syringe that I'm sucking out the developer into, and I got a new syringe for those who listen more regularly. It sounds like a normal syringe now.
0: Oh, we don't have yes. that fun noise anymore. Aww.
1: We do not, no, that, that's that's that gone. And so, so far you need a syringe or something to measure very small quantities of liquid and a liter graduated liter cylinder or graduated liter pitcher, which you can get those at any kind of photo store okay and so in my case i will be developing for 10 minutes okay. and you'll be developing for seven and a half so i will start my timer uh when, I'm, when i when i i do and then when it gets down to seven and a half minutes i'll let you know okay and so what you have to do is you have to have your film rolled onto developing reels so you need reels and a tank mm-hmm. and there are many different kinds of reels many different kinds of tanks we like the stainless steel reels for starting out a lot of people like the plastic reels. There's lots of things to choose from and, you know, just to kind of figure out what would be best for you. I'm going to pour out my pre-wash. Some people like to do the pre-wash, the pre-soaking. Some people don't. I do. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to give you some real awesome scientific reason for doing it or not doing it. I'm sure there is one.
0: Well, I could pretend but... there's one and that is like wetting your film. So when you pour in your developer, it doesn't splash and unevenly develop your film.
1: Yes, that is a big thing that I had a problem with, with another tank that, for 4x5 film. But I've never had that problem with 120, so a lot of people don't bother with it. And, you know, I think that's probably okay. So I am going to start my clock and add my developer.
0: And what are you developing?
1: I am developing... <laughs> I am developing Shanghai. It's a Chinese film that in the U.S. is rebranded as Cat Labs. And so, I want to also, while we're doing this, since we've got some time, I want to talk a little bit about, I guess, the science behind film and developing, especially. And so, film is coated. this is black and white film, though it does apply to color in most of this, uh, film is coated in silver halide. And that is a compound made of silver and usually bromide or some kind of halogen, uh, halogen atom. And Ooh. that is a salt-producing atom. So you're co- it's coated with salt. And that salt is photosensitive. It's light-sensitive. And so when that salt is exposed to the light, a small speck of the salt is turned from silver halide, halide I don't know why I can't pronounce this word, silver halide, <laughs> into metallic silver. As of right at this point in the process, it is called a latent image. There's You can't visually see anything different about the film. It's just, it's latent. There we go. So when you add the developer, any developer, it frees the silver from the compound and it deposits that grain of metallic silver onto the, the base of the film. And that's that's the grain you see on the film, you know, on your photos. That's the grain. What's cool about the developer is that it doesn't do anything at all to the unexposed silver, the unexposed parts of the negative, or the film in this case. And that's important for when, when, when fixing happens. And we'll get to that when we start fixing. And you know what? You need to start developing right now. All So there are a few things that affect the developer. It isn't just like you add developer and it just does the magic on the film. It does quite a lot of magic, but you do need to help it out with certain things. Now, obviously, the type of developer that you're using is important, and that's a decision that you will learn how to make over time. Speaking of time, the biggest, effect, the biggest factor that, that everything depends upon is time. So too short of developing, you'll have a dull, unclear image. And too long, you'll have a very contrasty image. It will essentially blow out your highlights. It'll overdevelop your highlights. Temperature is another huge factor, very important factor. If it's too hot, the developer acts too quickly. And if it's too cold, it will act too slowly. And if it's like super hot, it'll swell up your uh, emulsion, I guess, and it'll it'll cause what's called reticulation. It's all wrinkled.
0: Most people start with black and white because as far as temperature goes, it's normally about 20 Celsius. It's very simple. And, you know, I've said this before, having like a frozen water bottle that is designated to cool down your water and your temps uh, for development, it only takes just maybe like 15 seconds sometimes to get it to that temp. It's a lot easier than maybe just, like, going straight into color right away.
1: Yeah, and 70, oops, sorry, and uh, what was it? 20 degrees Celsius is 68 degrees Fahrenheit, and that's pretty much what your temperature is going to be at if you're just letting the the liquid sit at room temperature. They're going to be Mm -hmm. around 68, give or take a degree. And another big factor is agitation, which I'm doing right now. (laughs) <laughs> and agitation, for the most part, especially with tanks, is inversions. You just flip it upside down a couple of times. In my case, mm-hmm. four times. The number of times you do that, it does affect how, the f- how, how quickly a developer develops. And also it affects your contrast. The rule of thumb is if you have a development time longer than five minutes, you agitate once a minute. And if you have a development time shorter than five minutes, you develop every 30 seconds.
0: I would also say that stick with a certain kind of agitation. <laughs> kind of across the board. Don't like shake it because it could get bubbly and foamy in there. You wanna do like nice gentle agitations. There's YouTube videos of people like developing film that you could probably see if you've never done it before. I know some people use the swizzle stick. Um, I wouldn't recommend that. I think just like having that tank, and even if you have to wrap a towel around it, because your tank will leak more than likely at some point. It's just bound to happen. But just you know, getting it upside down and making sure that all of those chemicals are being mixed is a good idea.
1: Yeah, I do inversions. Most people do inversions, and it just it just swishes everything around and gets things nice and developy. <laughs>
0: nice and developy. I like Nice and that. developy.
1: We have about four minutes left in our development. So what did you take your photos of?
0: This is one of those rolls that I didn't finish. It's so odd. Sometimes I can go to a spot and I will shoot like four rolls at one spot. And then sometimes I'll shoot one or two pictures and then I'll just sit in my camera and marinate forever. (laughs) You just never know. Uh, so the first, I think, couple are at Joshua Tree, and then the rest are me driving down a street finding old signs, basically.
1: <laughs> yes, and I was uh, I was with you for the signs one.
0: Yeah, and uh, actually Mormon Rocks as well. Oh, Mormon
1: Rock. Nice. Okay.
0: Cool. Yes. Uh, we
1: have about three minutes left for the developer.
0: All right. So I'm assuming that we're going to have in our show notes a list of equipment that is super simple that you can pick up because we did mention like having a pitcher, having something to measure uh, chemicals with, a tank and reels, but you'll also need one other thing that's a dark bag. And that is basically what you're going to change your film in. Yeah,
1: you'll take the film from the roll to the reel uh, to develop it in a dark bag or if if you have like a dark room, which... can't imagine most folks will uh but it needs to be in a dark space yes much like uh 2020
0: exactly um i have actually taught my daughter how to develop film and i've taught two of my friends to do it as well i started with plastic reels and i actually have on hand a roll of 35 that's just like done and a roll of 120 that's done that's just done and i keep it for people to come and practice. So i have oh, yeah. them basically learn how to load it in the light and try it a few times. And then I have them go in the bag and do the same thing without seeing it. And then once they feel confident enough, then they go for it. And usually it only takes a few times and they're like, okay, I think I can do this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've got a um, little more than a minute left. All right. Um, and so we will be doing what's called stopping. And stopping means you are literally stopping the development. There are two ways, essentially, to stop. One is an acid stop. And you'll probably see that listed as an indicator stop bath. Uh, That is an acid stop. That is water and uh, acetic acid. And that is, acetic acid is vinegar, essentially. And so, yes, you can make your own acid stop very easily. Uh, It needs to be a certain pH, like I think 3 to 4. So you do need some equipment to measure that. But generally speaking, you can use water as well, just plain water. That will dilute the developer enough that it will stop it, not immediately like an acid stop will, but pretty damn quickly.
0: Yeah, I think if you use water, I would say fill it up at least three times. So fill it up, dump it, fill it up again, dump it, fill it up one more time, dump it.
1: Okay, we got 10 seconds left and I start dumping out at the 10 second mark.
0: Okay
1: because the developer is still developing, even though I'm pouring it out, I have no developer left in my tank, but it is still developing because it's still on the film. And so when I fill it up with water and shake it around a a bit and dump it, I've just diluted the hell out of that developer. So it's probably still developing a little bit, but probably not much. And doing it two more times ensures that there is no development action happening here at all let's start fixing. Are you ready to start fixing? Yes. Okay, and and when we are fixing, we fix for five minutes. I will explain just what's going on here chemically. Now a fixer is, any rapid fix will work. There's Ilford rapid fix, I think Kodak has a rapid fix. Um, I know that there's a lot of generic rapid fixes. Sometimes they're liquids, sometimes they're powders that you mix into liquids. They're all basically the same thing. Slightly different chemicals, all essentially doing the same thing. While the water or the acid stop bath stops it developing, it doesn't, like we said before, it doesn't affect the unexposed bits of silver in that. So those are still technically photosensitive. They're not as photosensitive as they were, but they're still technically photosensitive. And you can, if you were to take it out after the stop bath, eventually your photo would fade, your negative would fade, uh, or turn all black, essentially. What the fixer does is it removes all of the silver that was not developed was not exposed and developed so mm-hmm. since it doesn't since the developer didn't do anything with that silver, it's just sitting there and if you were to scan it at that point, uh, it would look almost like a negative like when you scan it as a, scan it into the scanner as a positive like a normal photo there'd be like weird solarized negative look like a, like a black Sabbath video or something It looks really weird <laughs> so okay. You need the fixer to to remove them. And so what the fixer does is it changes the silver halide salts into water-soluble complex theosulfates. And what? yes, it's water-soluble now. And so that sloughs off the film and Mm -hmm. essentially becomes silver that sits in the bottom of your fixer bottle. Because when you mix the fixer, and you do, you mix it, like we said, it goes into its own bottle. And you do pour it back. While well, the developer is a one-shot, we poured that down the drain, which is safe. You don't do the same thing with the fixer. The fixer does not go down the drain. It goes back into the bottle.
0: Yes. You can reuse it plenty more times and check your local area as far as dis- disposing your fixer.
1: And the big problem with that is there's silver chunks at the bottom of it. And there are some DIY ways that you can get rid of those silver chunks, including, you know, a coffee filter. But, you know, kind of check things out. I'm I'm not giving you any kind of uh, disposal advice here. Back in the olden days, when they were to develop and then fix under a red light, you could could watch the fixer do its thing. And you could kind of see the picture, what was called clearing. And if you ever, if you want to see this, pour a little bit of fixer into a container and put a, a sliver of film in there, like two or three inches of film in there, and watch it clear. And that's a good way to test your fixer. So if you've got some fixer and you're not sure how it works or if it works, do a little clip test. Take a little snip of film off there and, and place it in there. And after about, honestly, probably about 15 seconds, you'll start seeing it clear. And if you want to know how long it takes for that film to clear, what you do is you leave it in there and you time it. Say it's a minute for totally clear. Double that. And that's your fixing time. Or just do it for five minutes like we do. And then don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. It's better, safe soggy. better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. Also, one other thing I would highly recommend investing in some paper tape and making sure that you put a date of when you mixed it on your bottles. It just keeps things all <laughs> in order. Yeah. And you can kind of see, like, okay, I've had this for how many months. So I actually mixed some new fixer today, so I'm putting today's date. Nice that will be on the bottle and it'll live there until i decide how long i'm gonna stretch this out
1: this is all kind of foolproof at this point the the developer you're mixing straight from the concentrate so that's going to be good and the water is water so that's good and your fixer you can test if you're not sure you can test it with a little sliver of film just cut off a little tip that has that hasn't been doesn't have to be developed or anything like that can just right from the roll just plop Mm -hmm. it in there and if it clears your fixer's good this is really simple developing black and white film is not just scientifically simple but it's just like just mechanically simple you're not doing a ton of things you don't need a ton of things to do this and i'm doing this in a bathroom where i can't stop the light from coming in
0: yeah, I do it in my kitchen sink. When you say that like, oh, like who, how do you develop your film like it's like this hard thing and it's it's really it's really not. You just need a light-tight container that you can store, you know, have your film in while you develop it. Yeah. It is really simple and it does help as far as cost. Like we we're all there with you. Yeah. Shooting film is not cheap. It's expensive and it gets out of hand and you know, if I can cut corners here and there to continue to be able to shoot film, that's what I do.
1: Yeah. And the great thing about fixing is if you fix too long, nothing really happens. Nothing bad happens. So if you have like a a podcast co-host that talks too long, you don't have to worry about that because you can just dump your fixer right now because it's like a minute past time. So we're pouring the fixer back into the bottle and now we're going to have to wash. And we do that during the commercial break because I see we have commercial sign right now. So... We will come back and explain what washing is. After these messages, we'll be right back. TriStar Pictures announces the collaboration of three extraordinary talents. Jim Henson, creator of the Muppets, and Dark Crystal. Where you go with a head like this? Hmm? George Lucas, creator of the Star Wars saga.
0: the most innovative forces in modern entertainment, David Bowie.
1: (laughs) Together, they will take you into a dazzling world of fantasy and adventure. There's nothing to be afraid of.
0: A world where anything seems possible and nothing is what it seems.
1: Everything I've done, I've done for you. I move
0: the stars with no one. Yeah.
1: So we we washed during the break, and let's explain a little bit what washing is. So, <laughs> I know it sounds silly to explain what washing is, but let's ex- first explain why fixer is yeah. safe for the film unless it sits on there kind of indefinitely. And if you take a if try it sometime, uh, take some old crappy film soak it in your fixer for a little bit and then just let it hang dry you'll notice that it's ugly and horrible and eventually it will eat your film your your emulsion it will eat that so you need to get that off and so how you do that is just water and we use what's called the ilford method because in the olden days they suggested just running it under a, a tap for 30 minutes or an hour and that's silly don't do that
0: yeah, we don't we don't want to waste water like that. That's crazy. No, that's, we don't do that anymore. They
1: suggest that in the fifties when there was no problems anywhere. So <laughs> now we have problems everywhere. So we use the Ilford method, and what that is is you you dump your fixer back into the bottle, and then you fill up your tank with you know regular tap water, sixty eight degrees or something close to that, and you dump it, and then you fill it up again and you invert it five times. And then you dump it and you fill it up again and you invert it 10 times and then you dump it and then you fill it up again and you invert it. I do 15 times and then you dump it and you fill it up again, you invert it 20 times and then dump it. I mean, these aren't exact, you know, this isn't like you have to do it exact or everything's fucked up. Just get get close. And then, (laughs) right? I mean, it doesn't. You know, yeah, it's not that big a deal, but you do want to wash it's
0: it. Not you really. But you do want to make sure it's washed good. I mean, uh, I remember not washing my my prints when I was in high school. I wouldn't wash my prints very well, and they would oxidize. They would get brown if you yeah. didn't print them very well. Like, so it's very important to make sure that you just like make sure all the fixers off of your negatives if you want to keep them obviously, probably forever, um, or at least get some prints of them. You're gonna to wanna to try to do the best to take care of them.
1: We have watched our film and now we're ready to hang it. And so what I use is an old coat hanger with some like big, big, the big paper clip things, with big, the big chunks of paper. And so I, I clip them to that. And so let's pull the film out of the tank. And, oh, I guess we have images. I got some. Oh wow! I do. I'm negative. I am very, very impressed with this. Is very contrasty. I haven't <coughs> used Shanghai in a long time. I'm really impressed with like, how fucking contrasty this is. My God. Nice. Um. Yeah. I guess. Um. This is gonna be. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be a real intense, uh, looking photo. So, <laughs> let's hang it on the hang it on the hangers.
0: All right.
1: And so you have a few options here you can squeegee it with your fingers just run it your two fingers just down And it squeegees the water off you can get film squeegees that are rubber A lot of people don't like them because they can scratch your emulsion and that's bad Both of us are using something called Kim wipes. It's by Kimberly Clark, and they're made for I guess like they're, I don't know lint-free little disposable paper things, right?
0: They're delicate task wipers. That's what they're called. They are.
1: And so I get I get three, two or three of these, kind of fold them over each other and then fold them over the film and just wipe down. It soaks up the, the water and I think it works pretty well. Okay, and so the film is hanging up to dry. Yep. And that's, that's it. You're, you're sort of done as far as film development goes.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Um, Just because I like to make things more difficult, I would say doing your best to get them dry and put them away as soon as possible. If you let them hang for too long, they can gather lint. Uh, If you have a lint issue in your house, someone recommended this a long time ago. And I think I've done recommended this on a dev party, like in the very beginning, Uh, turn your shower on and really hot until it gets very steamy. Turn it off, close the door, let that let all of that moisture, just drop all the lint down to the ground, and then put your negatives in there, hang them, and let them dry. Yeah,
1: that works. And then after they're all dry, s- scan them in as quickly as possible, and then store them in... We like to use a uh, print file that's a company that makes sort of like little folder, little inserts i guess three hole punched inserts that where you can slide your film in they have different size print files for different size film there's a couple of different ones for 35 millimeter a few different ones for for 120 and so on and so on so that's it's always good to store your negatives and kind of keep that keep track of what's going on with them and just be good to your negatives because they were good to you exactly and that's that's it it's really simple it doesn't cost a lot to do this. It doesn't take a lot of time. Um, it doesn't take a lot of equipment. There's, there's, you know, the scanner, of course, is, is, it's gonna cost you a little bit. But if, you're, if you've are if you got that already and you just kinda wanna get into it, your biggest cost is going to be the scanner. But as far as the film developing goes, there's not a lot of cost here. Rhodenol is very cheap and lasts literally forever. Uh, the Fixer is very cheap and lasts for a long time. And you only need one tank and one reel if you're just going to do one fi- one roll at a time. So if you're thinking about getting into film developing or getting back into film developing, what's stopping you? So, you know? Also, if you're if you're not, what, why are you listening to this? Like dev <laughs> For fun, parties. why like, not? Are we? Are we that fun? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I <don't> regardless know. <laughs> of why you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah, I think we, we need to... I mean, I was commenting on my negatives already, and that's probably a bad thing to do because (laughs) we should be referring to the actual scans. So why don't we talk to future Vanya and Eric and see what they think of what's probably going to be the wonderful development job that we did in the past So here we are in the future. Ah, the future.
0: Yes, it's so nice.
1: We have (laughs) jetpacks.
0: Why? Why do you need jetpacks?
1: It's the future.
0: Oh, okay. I see.
1: So we also, along with our jetpacks, we have the photos that we've developed.
0: That is correct. They are dry and they're scanned in.
1: So why don't we talk about yours first?
0: Sure. This was a mixed bag roll. Okay. Uh, So there's a few different locations. I shared four pictures here. Uh, Two signs, just like signs that I... Posted on Instagram, uh, an old Delamo Center signs, very mid-century, with a nice little sparkle, or as I call it, a, a ding. <laughs> and then another sign that says color corner, which I decided, oh, I'm going to shoot this in black and white and put it in the corner. Ha <laughs> <laughs> So clever. Also a photo of Joshua Tree and... A uh, close-up photo of Mormon rocks. And those were done with uh, Kiki's lens that he gave me. It's a 250 for my RB6.7.
1: Oh, okay. What do you think of that lens?
0: It does have a little bit of maybe separation, but it seems like it did okay. I definitely see some weird marks on those ones. Yeah. Um, It's kind of neat just to take Mm -hmm. a couple pictures just for fun. (laughs) Something... (laughs) So, you know, long.
1: So to the point, how do you feel about the development?
0: Well, if I had kept the 250 on the whole time and saw marks on all of the pictures, I'd be really bummed out. But I did switch out my lens and I do really like uh, how these came out. Most of them are fairly evenly developed. And yeah, everything just looks looks good. Contrast looks good. I don't know. What do you think? I like
1: it. I see a little bit of air bells here and there.
0: Oh, God. But yes.
1: no, no, it's important. <laughs> One of the things that we kind of forgot to talk about are air bells, the little bubbles that form into, we both did it kind of second nature. But when you fill up your tank for the first time before you even agitate, or I guess maybe after you agitate as well, knock it on the counter a few times, it dislodges the bubbles. And the bubbles will keep the developer from, will stop the developer from developing the picture. And so they'll, it'll look different. And you can see on the color corner picture, you do have some airbells on the right side.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Oopsie. But I get them a lot as well. I'm notoriously bad at this. <laughs> so mine were taken yes, let's m- talk about yours. <laughs> mostly on a bridge in Seattle. See that? I was using Shanghai, and so it's a, a very different film than I'm used to. As far as developing goes, I, I think I'm pretty happy with it
0: yeah uh, very contrasty yeah i was shooting them all with a yellow filter
1: and i'm wondering if i if i didn't use the yellow filter maybe it would be better and then the last no. the last photo i took is of a pump station in an old pump station in seattle that i actually went I returned to the next day to shoot it more because i shot, shot this one picture like oh my god i have no more film and i want to come back so i came back the next day and
0: oh cool yeah, yeah and the sun is out looks like
1: yep sun was not out the next day even though it was supposed to be and i was very excited for the sun but i'm pretty happy with how i developed it you had some ideas for tips that you were thinking of
0: yeah filling up your tank uh completely to the top so whatever however many uh, milliliters it takes to fill the tank i would recommend just filling it all the way up i've noticed in the beginning, I got really comfortable shooting 35 and developing 35. And then when I switched to medium format, um, I would add the same amount of chemicals for 35. And I have a few roles that are like half developed because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not thinking. It's just easier to fill the whole thing up. Like say fill it till it spills or whatever. Fill it till the it- Tilleth spilleth.
1: <laughs> that's exactly how it goes. Yeah, that's
0: exactly. I think so. So that's, that's honestly uh, the best advice I can give you.
1: Um, there is another philosophy as far as spilling it, or as far as filling it, till you're spilling it, till it spilleth.
0: Filleth till it spilleth. Yes,
1: there's another, there's another philosophy. That, and it's not filling it the whole way because you need a little bit of air in there to help with the agitation. And so yes. my rule of thumb is for whatever role that I'm doing... I try to use a larger tank than I need. And then if it's one roll, do 500 milliliters. If it's two rolls, do 1,000. Um, most tanks do allow you, if you, even if you're filling it till you're spilling it, do allow you a little bit of leeway as far as air goes. But mm-hmm. I would just pour a little bit out.
0: Pour some out for the homies. You, you, exactly.
1: But I, have, I try to leave a little bit of space for uh, Jesus up at the top. So different ways you can do it. You find the way that works best for you. And if someone tells you to do it a different way and it's already working for you, tell them to go kick rocks, because <laughs> you've found your way.
0: And I guess... I think everybody finds their way. Thank you very much, future Eric and Vanya. Very informative, as usual.
1: Oh, I'm surprised at how well they turned out. Looking at the negatives, <laughs> I was very concerned. So, <laughs> we make fun of the future. Um, <laughs> So I guess that's it, right? That's everything.
0: I think so. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll we'll obviously have um, maybe our recommendations, our list of things, our go to things to recommend people. Yeah, I think so. Start, and then of course you know I'm here. Eric's here. If you guys ever need anything, you can always like email us, reach reach out through Instagram, and you know we'll do our best to get back to you as soon as we can. (laughs) That is true. So, until then, happy developing. Yes. Yeah, choose some film mm-hmm. and let us know how it goes. Yes, thank you for listening. We love you
1: and see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.